Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to a new episode of the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we're going to be talking about some really big, huge news that shook the Disney community this week. Bob Iger decided to step down as CEO. We're also going to be talking about the new addition to the Disney Dining Plans, Disney Dining Plus. It was finally announced when Spaceship Earth is going to be closed for about two and a half years. We'll be discussing that. And also what to do when it's either very cold or very rainy at Walt Disney World instead of screaming at a front desk person who literally cannot control the weather. All that on this week's episode. I was holding that in for a minute. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> I was hey. like, she's on her own. Don't mess it up for her. She's on her own. Uh, hey, this is um, someone, uh, I guess, I'm hoping both of us don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. This is Annie at WDW Collective, and with me is my most wonderful, hopefully very healthy co-host. Hi guys, it's me. Um, I'm fine. I just learned how to drink wine for the first time, apparently. Uh, oh, oh, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking. We're both a having little, cocktails. Yeah, I'm just yeah. drinking a little uh, uh, white Zinfandel. A little white Zin. A little white Zin. Does pink wine make you slutty? <laughs> you know, the thing with pink wine for me is that it's a good balance because I, I really like red wine, but it gives me heartburn mm-hmm. so bad mm. that I can't mm-hmm. drink it. Um, so with yeah. pink wine, it's not as sweet as a white wine, right? but it's still a little sweet, but it's not too dry. So it's a good balance. And I could yeah, really kill a bottle and not be hungover. So I that's why I yeah. like the pink. Did you ever watch the show New Girl? Um, I've seen a couple episodes, but I didn't enjoy it because it was like... <sighs> Listen, it was only because <laughs> right because that that Zoe De Chanel or whatever who plays yeah. the girl, it was like in your face. Like I'm so quirky. Look at me be quirky. <laughs> it's like okay, I get it. Your character's supposed to be quirky. Calm down. <laughs> well, I love New Girl. <laughs> I love New Girl, and like I think it was in the first episode where I literally fell over and died when she said, pink wine makes me slutty. And I just died. And I say that every time I drink rosé. <laughs> so that's where that came from. <laughs> but I made, a, I made a quick marg because I finally got tequila back in my house. Um, we were out for some time, most likely due to myself. And, uh, <laughs> Self-inflicted. <laughs> Self self inflicted. Uh, I was out of tequila, and we got some at the grocery store. Which, by the way, if you guys saw my Insta story, our grocery store is now doing curbside express, where they bring like you pick all your shit online. Dude, that's the laziest shit, but I don't care. It's fantastic, fantastic. I think it's great. You know, both of us being people of anxiety, you know, a lot of people have a really hard time just getting to the store, and now they don't have to go. So. I have a terrible, terrible, terrible anxiety in the grocery store. For some reason, like just the, the I, I don't know if it's just like all the stuff. Like I have a trouble in department stores too. It's just like all the stuff. And this is, it's yes, I understand with this level of anxiety, it's amazing that I go, can handle Disney. I don't know why. Um, and I think it's also why I have to take breaks at Disney because it can get very overwhelming. But I find the grocery store very overwhelming. But I also don't like Nick doing my grocery shopping for me because he doesn't always pick the right things. <laughs> so, pink wine. <laughs> so, how about Bob Iger freaking stepping down, dude? That was like a somewhat somewhat of a shocker until you like looked into it a little bit more. But yeah, it seems, very surprising at it first. It seems pretty out of the blue for me. 
he had announced a while ago that he said that he was going to kind of completely step away from the, the Walt Disney Company in, in um, 2021. So obviously it's only 2020. Um, but then if you kind of look back and you kind of see, like, remember there was like a big shake, and we talked about this on the show, when, I don't even know what episode that was, but there was a big shakeup in terms of leadership of the of the Disney parks. Oh, that's um, right. Where they moved the uh, president of Disneyland over to Walt Disney World, Josh Demaro, who's amazing, and he's a fantastic follow on uh, Instagram if you're not. He's very active on social media, which I appreciate. Um, and then they also brought in a new president over at Disneyland. And Bob Chapek, who is now the new CEO of D- the Walt Disney Company, was the head of Disney <laughs> Works. Bless you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the thing that's like getting me a little concerned is people um, are just not very trusting of this new guy. And, and, and I mean, obviously, I would want to see him prove himself. Um, before you know i make a decision but i'm sure there's a reason why bob Iger decided to step down the way it is but quite honestly sometimes when you have um a ceo in place they're there to serve a certain mission and i think in this case um with bob Iger, um he was there to handle acquisitions and make disney the brand it is today and the power that it has from a business standpoint today um, but I think now this is really showing that they're really going to start putting a lot of focus on the park side. Yeah, like maybe they're like, okay, let's, we, we did what we needed to do. Now let's change gears and support that. Yeah, yeah. And I was having some conversations online with some some folks on Instagram and and um, at Disneyland for one and I were both commenting because obviously we work for the same company. But, and we've we've gone through some significant leadership changes in our company without, you know, giving a lot of detail. But it serves a purpose. There's always a reason. And maybe it's just because we're like cogs in the corporate America landscape. But there's always a reason as to why this happens. And I think Bob Iger, you know, served his reason. I think, you know, Michael Eisner there before him was there to bring back Disney as a brand from an animation standpoint and save them from an animation standpoint. Because that's really when the renaissance kind of happened, you know, of when it started with Little Mermaid, the renaissance of Disney animation kind of happened. And then there was a little bit of a lull. And then Bob Iger, and then Michael Eisner supposedly went a little loopy. And then, you know, Bob Iger came in and kind of resurrected the animation part, um, but then also did these major, major acquisitions that are shaping what Disney is today. I mean, Disney at this point is just the forefront American and probably global company for entertainment at this right. point. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, and he's, you can absolutely attribute that to Bob Iger. I, I don't, and I, maybe because he came on in the mid, like early 2000s. So like, I was like still in college, still kind of in going into my career. So like, I didn't really have like a real understanding of what he was doing, you know, from that standpoint until now I'm older and I kind of understand what he was doing now. I really, really, really want to take his masterclass. Do you ever see that on like Instagram where they have like masterclasses with like people who are you know, tops of their industry. And yeah, I'm, I've seen a lot of, for like that charity company like Ogle or whatever it's called. A lot of them will be like, oh, when, you know, win a seat at my master class. And oh, yeah, like with, yeah, with yeah. Gordon Ramsay does it. And yeah, I just want to do the ones where you get to stare at the like <laughs> Hemsworth brothers or something. Yeah. And like, I, oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it's called, but yeah, this is this. Yeah. I think you can get like admission to go to some of these master classes, but it's apparently like a series you can subscribe to. And Bob Iger teaches a class on leadership, which I definitely um, really want to take. I need to just buckle down and do it because I've heard it's fantastic. Even RuPaul now is doing a class on, um, God, I think it's like about self-expression. Or something like that. But they have like a lot of just people who are at just the top of their craft. And obviously Bob Iger in terms of leadership would, you know, be someone to look towards. But um, I, I, I want to say to people, please don't look this as an, in a negative way. Or at least don't look at it in a negative way right now. Um, I know people are just kind of everyone's voicing their concerns. There's probably a reason. Um, he probably signed some agreement saying he would do X, Y, and Z before he left. And he's not really leaving because he's going to be still be part of the board and he's still going to be chairman. Um, but in terms of being CEO, 
Can I be the chair? That's I'll me. be the CEO. <laughs> right? Could you imagine? I would love to like understand what they do on a daily basis. Like I understand like, you know, from a normal corporate America what these guys do. And I, I do say guys because unfortunately there's not enough women out there in leadership. Holla. But um Malsagini. <laughs> Malsagini. <laughs> Let's give it to another white man. <laughs> Although, although I, I, I think Josh DeMauro is vying for this job hardcore. You could tell he is making a name for himself. He's trying to become super famous from a Disney aspect. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's up next. Josh DeMauro. Like I wouldn't have been surprised, honest to God, if Steve Jobs would have unfortunately not passed as early as he did. I wouldn't have been surprised if he became CEO of Disney at some point. Wouldn't that be something? Because they're so tightly linked, Disney yeah. and Apple and Pixar, and and you know Steve Jobs is one of the founders of Pixar, so they're so tightly linked. So I would not have been surprised if that would have happened, or quite honestly, if Disney either would have bought Apple or they would have like kind of merged together. That I wouldn't have been surprised by that at all. But I think this is good news for the parks if they're putting someone over everything and inter- and. Um, in term, we see all of the change that's coming to Walt Disney World specifically. I think I, th- I think it's really good for the parks. I can't speak about anything else, but I think it's really good for the parks. I think it'll be interesting. Another Bob, though. Like, what? Another Bob. <laughs> Can you imagine Bobby, like, how the employees Bobby, feel? Because I'm imagining, like, you know, working for Disney is much like the military, where you need to know your chain of command and obviously know who the CEO sure. is. Uh yeah, like they just keep rotating through different bobs throughout the years. You know, I would be really c- curious to know what that corporate life is because um, recently um, Forbes came out with their greatest places to work. Um, I think, I don't know if it's like the top 50 or top 100 in the country. And P.S. Disney's not one of those companies. What? Yeah, it's not. And um, I do, I mean, obviously from an LGBTQ standpoint, they're always rated number one. So that's fantastic. But um, from, I, I, I have heard it is very, very difficult to work there. Um, it's very stringent. Um, I don't know if it's very bureaucratic. I don't know if that's the case, but it's like their way or the highway, which I get because the, I mean, the quality of the marketing and the quality, I, I think, I think it shows in the quality, but in terms of probably having to work for that, this is people always say like, don't you wish you ever worked for Disney? And I'm like, no. Yes. I, I would I really don't because I think it would ruin it for me. <laughs> That's what, Matt says that you know to me because I told him like I want to work at Disney like even yeah. if it means I have to like sweep up the children's tears at the end of the night <laughs> you know like I want to work there and I hope one day I will. But he's like it'll ruin it for you. I'm like I've been 120 thousand times in the last four and a half years. Like right. I'm still enjoying it. It's yeah. still magical. I don't know. I want to go and work there. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, some I people can do really that. love it. Yeah, I just I would be very because it's so. <laughs> this sounds so weird. It's so precious to me that if anything were to ruin it for me, I don't know what else I would have. <laughs> Korean like, dramas. I, Korean, no. I mean, like, yeah, K, K- dramas are fantastic, but no, I mean, Disney is like very deep within my soul, and I just. I don't want anything to ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's one thing. You know, one thing that, because uh, here we go. Here's here's my level of amazing segues. We've talked about this before. Brady just, you know, is, is like a one-trick pony over there with now, I don't think that's the right word. What do I want to say? Like one take Sally, is it? I don't even know. You're so much better at doing intros than me lately. And that used to be my thing. And you used to be running the segues. But oh like, my God, lately, was, I've been running the segues. Yeah, you've been on top of these segues. On top of... Well, let's talk about how trash your entries are. <laughs> 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 so one thing that, like, I don't do anymore. And I would... You, have you ever done the dining plan? Here's a question. We'll start with that. Have you ever um, done the dining plan? I wanted to for my May trip. But mm-hmm. I, I chickened out. I did not do it. Why? Why did you chicken out? Because uh, my mom was is like super hardcore planning like 
a lot of things and I didn't want, I didn't know like if that would interfere with it. And Oh yeah. Like, I see. You're kind of committed. The, the, yeah. And the monetary commitment is a little bit bigger though. Yeah. yeah. And you have to pay it off before you go, the month before you go. So I was afraid that I wouldn't have it all paid off and I'd have to wait and then I would be screwed. Yeah. Um, or like I wouldn't be able to afford it. So I chickened out. I think it's a great thing. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. I want to do it so bad because yeah. imagine just going and then all you have to worry about is souvenirs because your meals and everything is paid for. Including like if you want to use a snack for Starbucks, you can use a snack at Starbucks for your yeah. coffee. So like you can use it for freaking everything. So, so here's a, so Nick and I used to do the dining plan for a lot, uh, maybe for like four, four or five years. We were very committed to the dining plan for that, for that same reason. Like it's almost like looking at it as an all inclusive vacation right? because you are paying for the majority, you're paying for your meals. The things that are not included though are tip and tax. And honestly, day. when I was doing the whole uh, Disney vacation planning thing, I would often get from adults, hey, are there any all-inclusive plans? And I would mm-hmm. tell the, the dining plan as an all-inclusive plan. Like that, Yeah, that's exactly right. This is the easiest way to describe it because if you p- pay a little bit more for that, which you would pay a little bit more for an all-inclusive anything, uh, right. then, then yeah, like it's exactly that. Right, yeah. And so the reason why, kind of why we stopped doing it, so we've tried – we've only tried two of them. So we tried the, the standard – plan plan which we've done for a long time which was and help me with this because now i'm like brain farting was it like one, one, quick, service. one quick service yeah one quick service and one and then two snacks a day mm-hmm. none of it none of which included alcoholic beverages so the problem with so we did that one we also did the deluxe dining plan one time where it's you get two table service credits a day that's one i wouldn't do for it's, sure. Listen, it's, I thought I was constipated for like, and I'm always constipated, but like I was constipated for like two weeks because I so ate so much, much food. It's so much food. So here's the problem. Here's our other issue with, even with doing the, the standard plan, I do not eat dessert. We've talked about this a lot. It's rare when I get dessert. I got to be feeling myself to want dessert after dinner because I'm not a big sweets person and I just don't, I don't need it. Like I just don't, I would rather have like another drink. I would rather have that espresso martini that you oh, had at Tuto Gusto. Oh, or so good. That's what I would rather have for dessert. That should count as a dessert credit but, or part of your dessert. So, like, the problem with me is that it includes a dessert with every meal. I do not want a dessert. Definitely don't want a dessert at, at lunch. And people, if- especially nowadays, are so concerned about calorie intake and this and that. Yeah. Like, can you imagine a freaking cupcake uh, two times a day? Well, it used to be back in the Disney, the dining plan used to be like you could either get a dessert or an appetizer, which which I would have much rather prefer an appetizer because I'm a big appetizer person. I do love an appetizer. As we know, even though now I'm vegetarian, I do love a charcuterie board. <laughs> so I love apps. Um, and so that kind of bummed me out a, bit, a little bit. And But we did we did work it to our advantage. So we the cool thing, unless it specifically states um, – we would get like the most expensive thing on the menu. So we would really make out in terms of using the dining plan. So like, yes, it can be very pricey. If you're not like, if you're not using it correctly, it could be actually probably. You need to take advantage of it. You need to take advantage of it. Like you need to go there and get like the most expensive steak on the menu for it to like, for you to like, for it to be a deal for you. So if you really like fine dining, and you can make it work to your advantage, and that's that would work for you on the dining plan. But, like, if you're someone who's just, like, if you're going in terms of, like, a family, and, like, you know your kids are not going to be ordering a little filet mignon, and they're just going to want, like, something random, I don't think you're getting your money's worth, personally. But it does, you know, it does act as itself as, as a uh, all-inclusive plan. But this new plan that just came out that actually just started on February 27th is the Disney – dining plus plan so it's supposed to be the most flexible plan um what it is it's two meals uh, so you get two meal quote meal quote unquote meal credits a day um so that consists of either a table service or a, or a quick service meal um two snacks and that snack actually can either be a snack or so it's two snacks or two non-alcoholic drinks a day unless 
you were over 21 and you can use those two snacks as an alcoholic beverage. And you don't need to use them all in one day. So you could save all of your snacks for Epcot day and go freaking ham. That's another huge tip when you guys are going during. So that was another reason why we stopped doing the dining plan because well, actually, no. I mean, you, that that is a that is a huge plus. Like, you just got to know how to work the system. Save your snacks. Don't use your snacks. Save them for when you're going for a festival because you can use those snack credits at the Epcot festivals. Do it. Do not waste it on a popcorn. I imagine this one is probably the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Of- I'm definitely not. Really? Um, yeah, it's kind of a. It's kind of um. Well, at first they didn't list prices. But in terms of like the deluxe is still the most expensive. Okay. Um, so I think it's below deluxe. I don't know if it's the same as standard or below because it's kind of like a standard. You know what I'm saying? But you're using like I don't know why you would do. Well, no, I don't. T- I take that back. Because Nick and I we go off 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 campus. We in the afternoon we usually leave a park and go eat at a resort. At the wave, which by the way is awesome. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> love the wave. Brady and I love the wave. People give it a bad rap. Man, if you go sit at that bar, it is a nice time. They've got uh pina coladas that go hard in the paint. <laughs> and you also get your refillable mug, just like the other dining room. I haven't gotten a refillable mug since we moved into this house. We have so many of those damn mugs. My mom loves that mug. When we went, oh, shit, two years ago, uh, it was just me, my mom, and my husband. It was a really cute trip. It was really fun. That's so um, nice. I love yeah. that. Uh, but she stayed, She because she stayed for eight days. That was long. She stayed Ooh. longer than Matt and I did, because yeah. she wanted to go see, um, oh, the, the creator of the monorail, uh, Gosh, what's his name? He designed the monorails and... But purely a genius. Yeah, he's a Disney legend, right? He's one of the Disney legends. And he was giving, uh, like, it was like a a question and answer, like a QA and a and like sit down chat for uh, the 23, uh, D23 members. Yeah. 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 So, and she was like, I have to go to that. Like, I'm going to be... She's like, I'm going to be there in town. Like, I might as well just extend my stay uh, like three more days and and just go to that. So I love she, that. So, But oh, she got it. the refillable cup and she swears by it. Oh, because I love you, it. you can fill it up. You know, you can fill it up in the morning with coffee. And yep. then when you get back from your uh, day at the park, you can fill it up with something for, for, the, for the overnight. Oh yeah, we loved it. We lo- we we would fill it up with like Coke and then like have like a small bottle of rum. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're See, alcoholics. There it is. Me when I go, I, I if I'm not at the parks, I have to drink water, especially because I typically go all year. So like in the summer, mostly, so it's so hot. So like you gotta stay mm-hmm. hydrated, otherwise you're not gonna have yes, a good yeah. time. So yeah. my favorite park or uh, resort that I've been to so far is the. Uh, Caribbean Beach because in the aisleway, like in the halls and stuff, instead of like drinking fountains and ice machines, they have like full on water bottle filling machines. That's awesome. That you can actually put like your hydro flask in, and it's like actually crisp, cold, freezing water. So it's like super, super hydrating and feels like super relaxing and stuff. So I always fill my stuff up there, but they don't have that at the um, All Stars. So I'm going to see if they have it at Pop Century. Yeah, and you know what? I would be interested to know that. So, um, like, I've I've been dealing with some significant health issues, like, since January. 2020 has not been Annie's year. And I've been instructed by my doctor that I have to drink um, at least half a gallon of water a day. So I have this, like, cool – I found them on – I don't know if you've seen them on Instagram, but they're, like, these I, – I think they're called Hydromates. And they, like, show you how much you should have drank by X hour, right? So I have like oh, a couple my different buddy has one of those. Dude, it's really helped me tremendously. I mean, from a health aspect, who knew that drinking more water would make you feel better? But here we are, guys. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, 2020 and is it. 2020. <laughs> but I, that, I'm so glad to hear that because I have to bring these water. So I have two. I have a really big one that I keep here at home and then I have a travel one that I fill up twice a day to make sure I hit my water goal. And that's the one I'm going to be bringing to Disney with me in um 
in April. So I'm glad to hear that because I, I'm trying to think like, I, like, how am I going to fill this thing up? I'm going to have to buy a bottle of water and then fill it up. Cause I'm not filling my water from the bathroom sink. That's gross. No. So I'm glad to hear that that's, that's available. Yeah. Yeah. I and really drop like, it. Knowledge drop it. Knowledge. It was probably one of my, my favorite things ever. And it, and it like became a thing, part of my, my bedtime routine, because when I stayed at the uh, Caribbean beach for the, the, the last time, Mm-hmm. When I went that whole week by myself is when I did the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. And so that was like part yeah. of my little bedtime routine. I was like, I'm so dumb. Oh, like, I love that. <laughs> and now it's a Skyliner resort too. So even more reason to stay at the Caribbean Beach. Caribbean yeah, Beach. That's a huge reason why we're staying at Pop Century because my mom really wanted to do, have the access to the Skyliners. That's awesome. It's, it's, I mean, from what I understand, like, honestly, I've only ridden it twice. Um, and I'm sure we'll probably ride it when we go in April, just for Nick to experience, my husband to experience it. (laughs) But, um, it's, it's so wildly convenient, especially for those that are staying at Caribbean beach or staying at pop century who really never had any other access to Disney transportation outside of the buses. So it's pretty cool. Even though it's kind of a death trap, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) But a um, couple of cav- not even caveats, but they're pretty much the same, like similar caveats that they had with all the other dining plans. Signature dining restaurants still require two credits. So that if you're going to a signature dining restaurant that day and you want to use your credits, you're going to lose those two credits to move towards that restaurant. So say you want to go to California Grill that night or if you want to go to what else is signature dining? I own, I think Citra Coast is, I can't remember that's one or two. Off the top of my head, it might be two. Hey Annie, what's the difference yeah. between signature dining and a sit-down restaurant? Uh, the price. <laughs> but I mean, like, what are some examples? Oh, I don't know really what the, some of the examples are because. Okay, okay, so I let's use let's use California Grill as an example. That's considered signature dining. Sanaa is not. Really. Yeah, so Sanaa is one. And that was one of the reasons why we used to like, I mean, I, there's so many better reasons to love going to Sanaa. Bread service, number one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like that was like a, that's a big draw for people who are on the dining plan and they only want to have to spend like one credit. Um, what other rest? I think Alan, I know Alan Compass is only one. I'm trying to think. Um, like even a lot of the rest, some of the restaurants in Epcot are, are saying it's dining like two credits. Like, I think Mr. Paul is and also Chef de France. Oh, La Cellier is definitely two. I know that. And that was a crazy thing, too. I don't know if they changed this. I remember La Cellier started doing lunch, and people started going there for lunch because it was only one credit. Um, but I think it might be two now, too, for that. But, like, who's going to La Cellier for lunch? Like, there's so many. I was just – actually, I was just watching <laughs> – my family that makes me full just thinking about it i know what are you eating like a whole damn filet at like freaking 12 noon that's the bad thing you know what though um that's the bad thing about skipper canteen let me put this out here so skipper canteen is in um eventually in the magic kingdom phenomenal sit-down restaurant i think it's only one credit in 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 the scope of things but so um at disneyland for one and i went there for lunch because i've heard so many wonderful things about skipper canteen and you can drink there, P.S. Um, <laughs> it was way too much food. It's actually relatively reasonably reasonably priced. Way too much food for lunch. We should have thought that one through. I don't. Re- I don't regret going there, but I regret the choices we made. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. I mean, it's something to like really be strategic about in terms of dining. I mean, that's one. I feel like unless, especially if you're going as a family. Uh, my in-laws are leaving Tuesday to go to the parks, um, and I'm so jealous. And so we and hate them. And so we hate them. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think my mother-in-law is trying to ask me to, like, go. I asked her because, like, the fl- last week, and I don't know if it's because of the coronavirus, last week's the flights to Orlando were real cheap for next week. And obviously, uh, Flower Garden's opening on Wednesday the 4th. And I was like, I really want to go to the opening of Flower Garden. And my mother-in-law was like, do you want to go? And I was like, kind of. And kind of, then like, kind of yeah, cause it was like real cheap on Delta. And then like, we kind of let it go. And then like last night she was like, do you think we should go? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm afraid to look because if I look and the flights are still cheap, I'm going to go. <laughs> or opposite. If the flights are stupid expensive now, you're going to kick yourself right in the front butt. 
I know, but I need to stay home and be. I haven't I haven't been home for a week. And like for a full week since January, so I do need to be home for a week. Listen, but it's March. You have 9 more months of the year to stay home for a solid week. It's it's hard it's rare for me now, man. I'm sound all over like hell with my new job. I sound like a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, God, that's so funny. She's going to text me later on tonight, like, saying that she booked her flight. I'm like, like, well. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody calls me a quitter. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. But, uh, yeah, so. New Disney Dining Plan. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, we finally got the date for when Spaceship Earth is going to shut it's my mom is gonna be so happy yeah that it's later than your trip for sure 100 yeah. percent. i hope you have a fast pass we don't i would get one i feel like it's gonna get the lines are gonna get real bad oh shit i used the wrong pencil <laughs> sorry <I'm getting laughs> as, as we speak um no yeah i believe that they're gonna be really long but yeah it's at least continuously moving so hopefully it won't take too much of my patience and energy yeah um yeah so so um disney uh disney world disney parks blog they announced that uh, and we've, we've been knowing this is coming for a while that spaceship we've Earth literally is just through. been waiting we've been waiting for them to finally they did say it was going to be sometime in 2020 we were just kind of like waiting on whatever date it was going to be and so finally they announced that may 26th is the day where they are shutting down um spaceship Earth for like probably the biggest refurbishment since it opened in 1982 um the reason why i always know that date is because i was born in 83 and there's like a really good chunk of time where epcot and i are the same age so <laughs> <laughs> we have similar birthdays it's as old as my husband um, and i bought the epcot 35 shirts when i turned 35 even though Epcot had been 35 for a while, but they still had the merch out. And I was like, I'm 35. I'm going to oh God, I'm 35. That is 100% what happened. Um, so, yeah. So it's – and they did show – the only mock-up they've shown so far is of – it seems like there's the beginning is still going to be very similar. So the, the tentative new title is going to be Spaceship Earth, um, Our Shared Story. Um, so – Spaceship Earth has always been about like the story of communication through like literally the entire time humans have been around and up until now. But the issue, I think, and I, I do agree with this, like at some point, it gets to a point like in the before you get to the very top of the ball that it's like, well, there's so much stuff that they've left that they don't have. Like there's been so much change. Oh, for sure. It, it literally goes yeah. from the 80s to like, oh, here's 3030. Like mm-hmm. here's the space. Mm-hmm. Space travel might be a thing. Like yeah. oh, definitely they're taking reservations now for it. So yeah. Yeah, really. Um, yeah. So they're going to be taking the original story. So, so what they're saying is they're not going to change a lot of the beginning of the show in terms of the story itself, but they're going to make it far more exciting to see. And if you saw the mock-up that's on Disney Parks blog, a lot of us, now that I have a swipe up feature um, on my Insta page, uh, I... You <laughs> That was since I hit 10K. Um, I got the swipe up and I included that article. So uh, it's not in my story anymore, but maybe I'll repost it. Uh, that you can see what the new Egypt portion, the Egyptian portion of the show is going to look like. It's going to be far more lit up. There's a female pharaoh or probably like a Cleopatra. There are many female leaders in Egyptian history, which is awesome. I have a necklace of Nefertiti that I wear that my grandma gave to me. I wear it all the time because it's my power necklace. It gives me power. Power. It is my power necklace, honest to God. If you see me wearing it, that means Annie needs an extra piece of confidence today. Aww. It's cute. My grandma, she got it in like Italy. Yeah eons ago and she gave it to me because she's getting real morbid and starting to give away her shit even though she's fine knock on wood and she's starting to give my sister and i our jewelry and we're like why you're not dead (laughs) (laughs) like stop it you're freaking me out um but she gets in these moods so here we are so i have this really cool necklace of nefertiti 
I don't know why she bought it, quite honestly. She bought it in, like, Rome in, like, the like 60, 50s or 60s. And I don't, I don't know why she bought it, but I always liked it. And she, like, didn't know that I loved that necklace, but she gave it to me. So I was into it. Nice. How's that? Yeah, it's cool. People ask me about it, and they're like, why do you have an Afri- um, an Egyptian queen on a medallion? Like a because I need a pirate. Because I need some confidence, okay? Anyway. So, <laughs> but the, the image is very cool. I'm excited to see that they're using a female ruler, obviously. Um, but another thing someone noticed at Disneyland for one, noticed that there's not TV screens or like screens. You know how it's like interactive? Don't they dare. Know- <laughs> I was like, who's going to take our weird pictures? <laughs> but it's, we have to, we got to wait for two and a half years. Yeah. It's going to be a while. It's a while. Um, I, this thing better be like cure cancer for them to take it they, this long for it to be completely redone. It's going to be something. Because the 50th anniversary is next year of Disney World. Well, maybe they're do, waiting to do, well, because it'll be the 40th anniversary in 82. So maybe that's three years. So it'd be the 40th anniversary of Epcot. So maybe that's why they're trying to align it with the 40th anniversary of Epcot. Maybe. Oh my, God, my husband's going to be 40 sense. in two years. He just turned 38 the other day, guys. If you didn't say happy birthday to one Nick Sending yet, make sure you hit up his Insta page. Because <laughs> he loves public admiration. <laughs> he's, he's so annoyed. Oh, this worked out so well. Speaking of my husband. <laughs> Boom. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. So if you listen to last week's episode, my husband and my brother-in-law decided to go to Disney without me, guys. Yeah. I'm surprised you're still together, to be honest. Like, you're a much better woman than I am. I think because to move out would be (laughs) very (laughs) taxing. (laughs) No, I mean, like, you guys know I actually go to Disney a lot without my husband because we have very different vacation times with with our jobs. Um, so I do go a lot more than he does. So it's fine. The thing that pissed me off, and I talked about this in last week's episode, was that they specifically said multiple times that they weren't going to go to Disney and then they ended up going to Disney. That's what pissed me off. Okay. That's really what pissed me off. I didn't care that he actually went. It's the fact that they said they weren't and then they did. That's, that's the kicker. That's the kicker. Yeah. So, um, last week had some really crazy temperature fluctuations um in orlando so when nick got there it was like he got there thursday and it was in the 80s all day and then it was like in the 70s at night very hot okay but then friday the next day it was like in the 50s and then went down to like the low 40s so huge temperature swing but that you who have been you brady who have been a longtime florida resident prior to moving to new mexico that's pretty normal for this time of year right yeah for sure yeah it is so unpredictable. Like when Matt and I went for Festival of the Arts back in 2018, mm-hmm. I think it was. It was so cold. Like literally, I have a picture of all of like everybody that we went with, and I'm wearing jeans underneath my sweatpants that I had luckily brought with me. And I'm also wearing a like a t-shirt, a sweater, and my pea coat. Like I look like a hobo because I had to put every, <laughs> I had to put everything that I owned on. I was so cold. So oh, yeah, yeah. It just it definitely like people assume all well, because it's Florida that it's 112 degrees all year long, but like it gets cold. Yeah, it can get really, really cold and. The day, the evening, well, well, it was like late afternoon that my my brother-in-law and my husband decided to go to Disney. It was like in the 40s. Um, High 40s, eventually went to the low 40s. And for some people who apparently didn't plan appropriately, decided to lose their collective shit on the people at the front desk. (laughs) So, so they, apparently they tell me they didn't plan on going to Disney at first. So they did have to buy tickets. And so they decided to go to the boardwalk and buy their tickets at the concierge. So for, for those of you who don't want to deal with buying your tickets as you're walking up to the gates, you can always go to one of the Disney resorts because you can walk from the boardwalk to Epcot to the international gateway entrance. 
um, and buy your tickets there. So that's what they decided to do. They um, were there. And so apparently my husband, who refused to be on this show, by the way, okay, refuses. refused, refuses to be on the show. So I had to get, I get, had to get the deets from him so I could share it with all you all because he, I don't know who he thinks he is. Um, <laughs> decided to so so they were buying their tickets and they they saw at like, first they walked into the boardwalk and apparently like the, it was wall to wall people because it was so cold, people did not plan appropriately and realized that it was going to be this cold, um, on this day and so everyone was like freaking out and he witnessed a woman berating a um one of the front desk employees as to well, what am I supposed to do? It's so cold. Like, what are we even supposed to do now? Like, we can't go to the park. We can't go do this. Like literally yelling at this guy. And yeah, we sweaters. go to the park and have a good time. <laughs> I was like, I was hor I was horrified. First off, like that's, that's insanity to me. I cannot believe for, I've seen people and people, I was saying this to someone else. People lose all sense of humanity at Disney and also at the airports. Like, I don't know what happens, but like all sense of decency, humanity just goes out the window. I mean, you're getting run over with strollers. People just think they are so entitled. I, I, Disney does not control the weather kids. This is the truth for when it's pouring down rain or when it's super ass cold. Disney does not control the weather. The crazy part is, okay, so we all know that the the Jungle Cruise sank, right? Mm -hmm. You know the people that experienced that were still nicer than that lady probably the was because it was yeah. cold. But like, right. you know, they're like, oh my god, thank you so much for this fast pass mm -hmm. to the Jungle Cruise. Like, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 obviously, you know, Nick and my brother-in-law were just horrified by this woman's behavior. And then also she apparently gave them looks because so they didn't even go over to Epcot until I think like around four. But I'd give them looks for that too. Because <laughs> they had to they had to pay a full price ticket. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? There's not like I th I do think it is strange for Epcot for what it is, especially like I feel like there should be just like a world show or, or or there should be a half day park ticket for Epcot, especially a with all the construction. I think they should be providing a half day Epcot because or a half day park because I don't think even if you were a family, you can't do a full day at Epcot anymore because everything pretty much all of Future World is under construction. So I am surprised they're not doing a half day ticket right now. You can get that there is a like a four o'clock or something there is for florida residents um, i think for certain times of the year and then also if you're going yeah exactly and if you're if you are at um, a convention at the orlando convention center which is about 20 minutes away they also sell as part of your convention they sell um half day price ticket or half day tickets not just for that but they also do it for, for universal too i know this because i have taken advantage of it a couple times when i have to go to conventions there um so you can get them that way. But like on a normal basis, they don't sell them. And I think that is stupid. So apparently when they rung up the price for both my husband and my brother-in-law, the woman gave them the biggest side eye that they were, A, going to the parks in the cold, and B, paying that much for only four hours of park time, four or five hours of park time. First off, lady, calm your, calm your shit. Right, ma'am, you are in the lobby of the beach club. I don't know who you're looking at about spending money. <laughs> yeah, so it, I, every, everyone knows how much you spent to be here. And you know what, though? Rich people are the first people to bitch about prices. It has nothing to do with people who are, who are, no, who are not rich. Because it's people, rich people are the ones who complain. I'll tell you that much right now. That's accurate. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we I thought... I know, I'm not saying all rich people bitch. Like, there's that. Yeah, not all rich people bitch, but usually the people who do, bit, who do bitch are rich folk. But anyways, um, so we thought for this, for this person who decided to just be that person, we thought we'd help all of you in giving you some ideas as what to do, whether your day is super, super cold. And I get that. If it's super, super cold, you probably don't want your kids to be out there if you didn't bring the appropriate stuff. You can buy, apparently, the Nor you know in the Norway Pavilion in Epcot, like where they have all that, what is it, Hall Hallie Hansen? Is that what it is? That HH logo? They got all the puffy jackets and the all kinds of shit in there in the Norway sure. Pavilion. And they're <laughs> expensive. They're expensive. But but it was a zoo because, because people were – needed a puffy jacket because it was cold. So it was an absolute zoo, which my brother-in-law ended up buying some stuff there because he did not. He is another one who didn't pack appropriately. <laughs> so we thought instead of having you be a monster 
and yell at someone who who literally has no control over the weather. We thought we'd give you guys some tips as to how to handle um, super rainy days or super cold days at the park. So we're going to go park by park and also Disney Springs and the resorts and to talk about what – because we both have been there during – I don't think I've been there where it's been like super duper cold. I think I've been there during spring break at night when it's super, super cold. And I've dealt with that appropriately, but, um, and we'll talk about it, but we're going to go park by park, um, not resort by resort, but just resorts in general in Disney Springs and say what we like to do during um, a rainy or cold day. And maybe that'll help you not be an asshole. We're all about that. We're all about not being an asshole at Disney guys. Get your shit together. Like, honestly, do you want to go to back into your memories and be like, oh, I remember when I spent $336,000 to go to Disney one time. Right. That was a big old bitch. Yeah, dude. I've seen someone yell at someone because they were like, they didn't have the right type of milk they wanted. Oh. I was like, you need to settle. This person was full on berating. And it was in the concierge level. This is, again, rich folk. It was in the concierge level of the beach club. And this dude was giving this poor kid the full business because they didn't have the brand of milk they needed. Oh, Jesus. I was like, why Why you got to yell? Why, why you got to be like that? Why you got to be so rude? 100%. 100%. So let's start with the Magic Kingdom, guys. Yeah. Let's start with the Magic Kingdom. Brady, what do you like to do on a super rainy or a super cold day in the Magic Kingdom? Mm, get a poncho and suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral of the story of the entire thing that should be the title of the episode get a poncho and suck it up <laughs> get a poncho and suck it up that's a great title i think that's what i'm going to use actually but um but honestly like outside of that. <laughs> there's not a whole lot else you could do you just have to have a good attitude so i for magic kingdom i mean pirates of the caribbean's indoors uh and the line is a majority indoors, so that's a good one. Matt mm-hmm. really, regardless of the weather, uh, really, really, really loves um, Philhar Magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really good one for a rainy day. Yeah, or a cool it's, day. It's all indoors. All you're waiting is indoors. The 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 seating is all indoors. So those are those are my two picks: Pets of the Caribbean and Philhar Magic. And and the good, really good. Well, actually, I think this is pretty true about most of the rides. At, at Magic Kingdom that they generally are covered. And a lot of that's just because or, or Southern Florida is just known, especially in the summer, which is the busiest time to go to Disney. No, it's pretty much busy anytime you go. Um, is known for its random ass, super duper down, downpours. Um, so most of the lines, you know, are, are generally covered. And if you read uh, separate things too, like going to the park and you've, t- Brady, you've talked about this. I don't know how many times you love going to the park when it rains because the crowds oh. are lower. Crowds are lowered. It like especially ex- or especially Animal Kingdom. If you yeah. go during Animal Kingdom, not only I feel like you see more animals because it's cooler and it's more to their natural habitat. You know, like it's just so magical to me, and it just adds to the ambiance. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I'm trying to think too in Magic Kingdom because I didn't think about this because I wanted to like I just kind of like wrote down like make sure you talk about each of these parks, but I didn't like specifically um right down i think this is the time too is to see things that you've never seen before like last week when we talked about diamond horseshoe <laughs> you and know, we had like a full revelation about it um eat drink travel dream friend of the show mm-hmm. he he's there this week and he's like i'll keep an eye out for you and i was oh like God, I love do it. It. please do That's like so we have funny. no idea where the hell it is yeah, and like this is also the time to start. Like, no one's saying you need to go buy anything in the stores, but there's a lot of really cool like nooks and crannies in some of the stores to check out, and um, even that little theater. Like when you're walking, you know, through Main Street, not like when you just walk in. I mean, you can go check that out too, where you can go meet Mickey and all that. But um, there's always like little shorts playing, like little Mickey Mouse shorts or little like little snippets of stuff that you can go sit and watch. Um, and it's really kind of the time to kind of do do some walking through through some of those shops and like being able to just take time and sitting down at a at a restaurant or sitting down and just having like I never take time and, and Nick and I fight about this all the time, but like I never take time to just sit down and like have a coffee or sit down and have like a 
ice cream sundae or whatever the hell. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that, we're always like, go, 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 go. And I feel like the rain or even the cold allows you to really appreciate some of the other locations within the park that's not just specifically about a ride. You know right. what I mean? Like going into the like going into the bakery and spending some time in there or going and, you know, going to the ice cream shop and like getting some ice cream and like hanging out. Like we've just never really done that. And and th- this kind of gives you the the opportunity to to do that. You know what I mean? And a lot of times too, people will cancel their reservations in parks. And this is not just Magic Kingdom, it's really for all the parks, because they're not going to go to the park that day because it's raining or it's super cold. Mm-hmm. So it's worth checking your My Disney experience to see if, you know, reservations are starting to open up. And maybe you'll get that reservation to go to Be Our Guest, or maybe you'll get that reservation to go to Skipper Canteen. Like it's, you know, especially like if it's just when we talk about Disney parks for adults, like this is the time for you to go. <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Especially like because people are going to be staying back with their children because they don't want to. I mean, I get that. You don't want them to get wet and catch a cold or whatever. And so for us who don't have kids, this is like prime time. <laughs> this is live your truth. Go live out there. So Epcot, I don't think there's a reason to go to Epcot. Like, I don't think there's no, I don't, I don't think there's any reason to not go. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much to do inside. Again. All of the parks are designed for the weather of Florida. Whether yeah, Disney World. Whether, whether it's hot or whether it's cold. You know, yeah. it's kind of, it's all indoors because it's excruciatingly hot, so they don't want you out in the lines all day. You gotta go in the room and take unbutton your pants. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will say probably the worst line for a rainy or hot day is probably uh seven dwarfs mine train yeah, a that lot of that's outside yeah and so, so is um little mermaid too for a good portion of it yeah but i mean epcot i don't i don't even i couldn't even tell you matt and i would probably have also probably spent a majority of our time in in the jap in the japan Japan shop. <laughs> oh, you could spend all day there. So the so when Brady and I f- went on our first trip to Disney together, it rained its ass off for a whole day. It's oh um, yeah. And our we first day. Didn't let that stop. That did not stop us. First off, it's nice because it was raining, but it was still warm out, so that was still fine. But if it was cold, it, it, first off, what how are you not looking at the weather? Like, even the day before you leave. It, it and again i get it the weather changes a lot but like my god bless my sister-in-law that woman packs for like if the weather is three different temperatures she is prepared <laughs> i mean granted she probably packs way more than she needs to god bless her but like she is prepared so like i feel like you have like that person has no excuse because i'm like if this woman could do <laughs> and she got three kids under the age of 10 and um she's packing for like multiple different scenarios like why are you not doing that i don't i don't understand this is not like this is a new and the weather channel exists your local weather channel exists accuweather yeah you can get a rough idea a lot of uh websites will give you a rough idea of 30 days out and it is super rough like it can change change, yeah but for the most part it'll still give you at least idea what the weather is going to be like and the common knowledge for Florida in January, February, and March, because I would go there in spring break and I would experience this, is that you would you will experience very big fluctuations in the weather, regardless if it's raining, or and you're more likely to have full days of rain in those months too, um, as opposed to the summer where it's like it rains between like four and six p.m. and then it's over. April um, showers bring May flowers. Yeah, so it's like. First, that, that's another thing. But I think Epcot is actually, in my opinion, and I know you think Animal Kingdom is the best in the rain. I think Epcot's the best in the rain. I really, because normally when Future World is open, all of those exhibits are obviously indoors. So that's one thing. But I l- absolutely adore going through and taking time in all of the World Showcase shops. Because sometimes you just like kind of blow through them just because you want some air conditioning. But I remember when we were the last time, like we spent a lot of time in the China because that's the, I think the two biggest ones are China and Japan. Oh yeah, and you can spend so much time in there and just, I mean, no one's saying you gotta buy shit, but like you gotta like just take it a minute and like you know admire 
like the craftsmanship. I love going through the one part of the Japanese pavilion. Obviously, like there's a lot of you know Japanese stuff that I love, but all the food crap. A lot. <laughs> granted, there might be some gross ass crab snacks there, but like all the food that they have, like all the little snacky things and like different kinds of chopsticks. It's just like really, really fascinating. And then there's that little museum of all the. Um, uh, oh shit! Why can't I think of what it's called? Butts. Butts. Um, <laughs> no, there's a little museum. What is it called? It's like in Korean, it's like egyo, but like in this, it's like really cutesy stuff. It's like cutesy stuff. It's like Goody Tama. I like all like Hello Kitty and Goody Tama and like all that Sanrio stuff. It's like a whole museum of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just brain farting as to what it is. But like, there's just so much more to do if it's raining in Epcot. Um, and especially if you're an adult, just go, just go belly up at some bar, dude. <laughs> Lakava. Yeah, go sit in La Cava, man. That's what, <laughs> uh, just, even though it wasn't raining, Disneyland for one did that. That's what Nick Nick and my brother-in-law were doing. They were just like going from pretty much doing a drinks around the world. But the only bad thing is that like the one place that is forever crowded, Cava, yes, is generally crowded a lot, but Rose and Crown. Uh, I love Rose and Crown. I love Rose and Crown, but it's like, it's like a shit show. Every time you walk in, you walk in, you can't walk. You literally cannot move. It's so crowded. I love it. Bums me. I I love it to death. I want to spend time there, but I never can because it's like a zoo. See, I I make my way to the bar, and then I don't leave. And then I I mean, it helps that I have my my friend Charlotte. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you're okay with standing at the bar. Like I need to sit down. I'm too small, like height wise, and like I just can't. Like eh, people banging into me, and I just can't. But okay, Hollywood Studios. Actually, Hollywood Studios is probably not the greatest for rain. I would I'm agree. To think of things that are indoors and like, yeah, they have little shows here and there, but there's really all the lines are outdoors. Yeah, are outdoors. Yeah, it's not. That is probably what that is our recommendation to not hang out at Hollywood Studios in the rain. I did hang out. It was raining the one time uh, when we when at Disneyland for one and I were there for food. We were there for food and wine. We went over there. And it rained the majority of the time we were there. And we did go into Galaxy's Edge. I think Galaxy's Edge is actually not too bad to deal with in the rain. Because there is a lot of cover. Uh, And obviously, if you have a reservation, go to Uga's. The worst place in the rain is Toy Story Land. I'll tell you that. Oh, I mean, that's the worst place you're, in you're fully all of open. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so. Brady hates Toy Story Land if you're new to the show. Uh. Um, it is so open. There's nowhere to go. Um, so that's not cool. Nowhere to hide. <laughs> yeah, nowhere to I hide. I mean, Toy Story Mania is all indoors, so you got that. Yeah, that, yeah you got that. Um, God, I, I'm really struggling. I, I, Even, like, part of the shows, like, even part of, like, the Beauty and the Beast stage show is is not fully covered. I, right. the, the, there's the Frozen show. That's covered. That's fully inside. The Frozen sing-along. So that's true, you do that true. you can get in. Which is a lot of fun. Oh, Don't yeah. sleep I on that, guys. It is so fun. I really yeah. hope we do that when I'm when I'm with my my nieces. Yeah, for sure. And if and Hollywood Bound Der- the Brown Derby, which we think sounds like poop. The poop. Um, and there's a really cool like uh, wine lounge next to it, so that's cool to hang out there. Um, but again, that's more of like an adult thing. Um, I cannot. I, if it was super super raining and it was my if it was my Hollywood Studios day, I probably wouldn't go. I'd choose something else. I would I would take that ticket and go to Epcot or something like that. Or Animal Kingdom. IMO. I love. I don't know. See, uh, it all depends on you. Because people, even with all these activities that we're giving them, are not going to be happy with the rain or the cold. Yeah, Honestly, it's not great, guys. Get a, get, a pon- get a poncho, suck it up. Like, yeah. I love the parks when it's raining because people stay home. People dive into all the indoor stuff. So, boom, suddenly Thunder Mountain isn't an hour and a half long, you know? Right. So, just get a poncho, suck it up. So, uh, since you already talked about Animal Kingdom, um, I do agree. Anim- I think Animal Kingdom is really nice in the rain because there is there is a lot of coverage there. Um, even if you were going on, most of the, you know, the ride lines are covered except for, like, Everest, which they usually shut down to because, like, really rainy. Yeah, because um, like even Kilimanjaro, that's all covered. covered. Yeah, it's covered. So you can you can check check it out there. And a lot of like the 
places where you can get food and drinks are covered. Um, the shops are so cool. I, we've talked, we talked so much about how animal kingdom has really, you know, become a favorite of ours. Um, so, I mean, go hang out nomad lounge, Mio. Just like get some drinks. They have good charcuterie, hang out, enjoy the, the view over the water. It's super nice. Um, <clears throat> you can go check out finding Nemo, the musical, which is awesome. The music's amazing. Um, I have not done that. I have not gone oh, to finding so Nemo. Good. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually extremely impressive. The music was done by the same people who did Frozen, which before they did Frozen and before they did this, they were known for doing the music for Book of Mormon. So that's how I knew who that, that's how I knew who Book of Mormon. <laughs> we love wait, that wait, show. Wait, 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 wait. The Book of Mormon? Like the show. Isn't that the, yeah, isn't that the creators of South Park? Well, the people who did the music. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry, I should have been more clear. Yeah, you're right, you're right, right. I was like, they wrote Frozen? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? Um, okay, so Disney Springs. Disney Springs is my go-to for a rainy or super cold day on, on a day that I planned on just hanging out at the pool. That's my go-to. I don't have that kind of day. Yeah, you in don't fact, do that. Yeah, you don't do that. In fact, I've ruined we we had a scheduled down day for our trip in May cuz we're going the 3rd through the 10th. And last time we went, we got there, and then we did park 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 left, right? So yeah. this time my family was like cuz we're it's another family reunion kind of thing. They were like we we need a down day, you know, and we want to do an extra day at the park. So now we're doing park 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 rest day park park oh wow god i can't and, the park that much. <laughs> right so well what we, we do um we do magic kingdom in two days that way you can kind of like slow it down yeah that's hit, true you know that's hit nice. three main core rides enjoy you know just being lackadaisical and going to a restaurant for sure. a couple hours and then on the last day you you do the other main rides and then you kind of just relax and then it's your last fireworks and stuff like that it sure. kind of closes out the trip. That's so nice. I love that. Yeah. It, yeah, I love that. So, um, but we have a down day scheduled. Had a down day scheduled. Yes. Because I booked lightsaber creating and Uga's oh, Canteen on our down day. That's so fun. I love it. I was like, hey, Matt, I know you wanted a down day, uh, but how about we go make some <laughs> lightsabers instead? Because they were filled, because we're going to you know, our, uh, Hollywood Studios yeah. on May the 4th be with you. <gasps> Oh, it's going to be a shit show. Oh, my God. So everything <laughs> was booked. That's amazing that you got that. Oh, wow. So, That's so But good. no, we're, we, we're doing the lightsabers on the 7th. That's oh, our down Oh, you're on the 7th. Oh, I'm the so sorry. The 4th. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 4th is the day we're doing it as a family. Gotcha. And, and we're going to try and get some um, some boarding passes, which oh, I'm wow. hopeful for, but not, like, holding my breath for. Um, but yeah, so that's the day we we're doing it as a family. But I that's was like, cool. hey, Matt, down day, let's do it. Like, we need these lightsabers. It. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> um, Disney Springs for me, I mean, I've always turned a rainy day into a makeshift, either a brunch, because now they're doing a lot more brunches um, at Disney Springs. Multiple places mm -hmm. do specifically say that they're doing a brunch, or I've just kind of created my own brunch, like at Morimoto's. Um, but you know homecoming has a fantastic brunch on the weekends but you can create you literally can create a brunch you know at any day just go there at like 11 30 <laughs> and eat a bunch of food and then just go like prance around the shops i mean that's disney springs is always perfect for a rainy day i know that you know there's not the uh disney quest anymore which was another option that i'd never been in but you never went into that i never went no matt and i went in the year before it closed oh really yeah, that was our first uh, anniversary trip to to Disney World, and that was I think I've talked about it on the show before, like the trip where we got double charged for the hotel, we stayed yes. off property, yes, there yes. was no AC, it was miserable. Oh my god, that's <laughs> but also one of my favorite. Yeah, excuse me, one of my favorite memories. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I I've. I, with there's just so many dining options i mean we're gonna go check out one of the newer restaurants when i'm there in april um, which one which one? Oh, um haleo Ooh. Yeah. and oh, oh so nick went to the edison when he was there he absolutely loves it he thinks it's amazing went to Rian enzo's and really enjoyed it even though most people like don't give great reviews of that but they liked it 
Can Ooh, my brother uh, Eat, Drink, <clears throat> Travel, Dream went to oh the new place that uh, it's Abby's World After All said was good inside the new resort. Uh, it starts with the... Oh, Topolino's? Topolino's. He went to Topolino's for some drinks. He said the drinks are fantastic. Oh, the food nice. looks delicious. Very nice. Yeah, I'm going there for dinner um, in April. So I'm very, I'm glad, I'm super glad to hear that he enjoyed it there. Uh, oh, that, that's a really great segue into our next one. Another perfect thing to do when it's super cold or super rainy is to just go check out the deluxe, or not even some of the deluxe resorts, but even some of the moderate resorts. When you think of, you know, the Grand Torino Tower at, um, at, at Coronado Resort or go check out the Riviera, which is a, a deluxe resort. There are so many things to check out there's so many things that you can you know get a drink have some lunch. honestly right just monorail crawl like all you know how monorail to do crawl. is get on the monorail and that'll take you to uh the magic kingdom epcot the uh polynesian contemporary yeah grand floridian so it's like there's so many places to get off and it's all covered walkways yeah like Boom, boom. There you go. Or even, and Polynesian has Ohana's. Yep. And it's so good and we're going. I can't wait. And if you can't get into Ohana's, they have a secret menu at Tambu Lounge right next door where you can get the meal that you're going to have at Ohana's. So obviously. Yeah. If you out. ask them, they'll just go over there and get it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I love Tambu Lounge. I love like just sitting there and getting a drink, having some apps. Um, I've never had the full Ohana dinner there, but I love, love, Ohana love Tambu so Lounge. Good. Um, or Trader Sam's. Yeah, I mean, that's another real... Mm. And now, I mean, even when I was watching Disney Food Blog yesterday, they're talking about doing Skyliner crawls. So you can, you know, go to, like, check out the Caribbean. You can go check out the Riviera. Obviously, that's a great opportunity to check out the Riviera. Um, or take the Skyliner to the International Gateway and check out the Epcot Resorts. You know, you can go to Yacht Beach. Ale & Compass, their bar is phenomenal. One of my favorite lounges in all of Disney World um you can even if you want to you can go walk over to swan and dolphin there's some fantastic restaurants there some fantastic lounges um fins is super fun to just sit there and have a drink um moral story there's a lot of don't, be a, don't be don't a be dick. a dick <laughs> think, <laughs> out, think outside of the box do listen to our show do your research listen to our show and not even just like listen to our show just like do your research this is 2020 the internet is real our, is our show is your research listen to our show but that's all we're we telling you what to do. That's what we're telling you what to do, guys. We're trying to help you out. We're trying to help you not be a jerk. Don't be that person. That's our, the that's our end. The end. That's a great way to end this show. <laughs> and we went over an hour too. <laughs> Boom. But um, that's all we have today, guys. Uh, like we said in our little intro that you heard there right before we started, don't forget to subscribe rate review us tell us how awesome we are if you have some comments that are relatively negative just tell us personally and don't fuck up our rating <laughs> <laughs> just shoot us a message we'll... just let us know guys we're cool we take constructive criticism but like don't be that person. <laughs> but, but thanks for joining us this week's guys i'm annie at wdw wdw collective and I'm Brady at Brady. Yeah. Brady Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. Oh, God, I need food. And All together right. we make. With our powers divine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining us for another episode. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.